Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Bukas Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, stay tuned for the conclusion of last week's message. And the reason why you ain't finished school, because it didn't favor your desire. The reason why you haven't given up drugs, you say, I'm going to stop drinking. And you was drunk last night, because it didn't fit your desire. It wasn't priority to you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get myself together. I'm going to start going to church. Well, you made it today. Pray the Lord. Hallelujah. And some of you didn't make it today because I'm talking to you online. You still watching from TV. Because it's not fitting your priority. It's not in your desire to do it. And that's why we don't do things. And we say, oh, I'm, Lord, I'm going I'm, I'm to do everything. I'm going I'm to start being in Bible study. You ain't been in Bible study because it wasn't in your desire. Lord, I'm going to tithe. I'm going to get my money. I'm going to put my money right. I'm going to start paying tithes. And you didn't. And you haven't because it wasn't in your desire. It didn't fit your priority. You devalued what God asked you to do. You're still in debt because it doesn't fit your desire. It doesn't fit your compassion. You put value on what you wanted to do. You had to have another suit. You had to have another dress. You had to have another this, another that. And so you still charted and you ain't paid off nothing yet. It's not, they don't fit your desire. So you've devalued the assignment and you put value on you. That's exactly what Saul is doing. Saul wants to take the king alive so that he can show everybody how bad he is. Man, I'm going to take him. Look, I'm going to be dragging. And he drags him all around. He's going to show everybody because Saul wants his name to be exalted. But Saul, this assignment was not about your name. This assignment was about the name of God. This was about giving a, a sacrifice. This was about a harem. This was about a sacrifice to God who is holy. And so now you've taken that, devalued it, and made it about you. And now y'all taking all this stuff. Watch this. Saul, your actions are now leading the other people to follow your actions. Now the people are saying, oh, this is too good to destroy. And now the people are also holding on to the good stuff. And all of them are working together, not finishing the assignment because they have devalued the assignment of God. Y'all still here with me? Here's the last thing. First of all, Saul heard the assignment. Question is, did you? Second thing, Saul devalued the assignment. Have you done the same thing? Third thing, Saul did not evaluate the consequences of not finishing the assignment. Are you in danger of that too? There's a series of things here that are consequences to Saul not completing the assignment of God. Verse 11 says, I greatly regret that I have set Saul up as king, for he has turned back from following me and has not performed my commandment. And it grieves Samuel, and he cried out to the Lord all night. Here's the first consequence. God greatly regretted appointing Saul to the assignment. When we don't complete the assignment of God, we run the risk. There's a consequence. There's a possibility that God will regret that he gave you grace enough to have the assignment in the first place. This is something I, I never want God to regret giving me this assignment. Never. 
I never want God to say to me about me what he says about Saul. I regret that I even put him there because he's not doing what I asked him to do because he's turned back from me because he's put his own self higher than me. He's made his priorities higher than my priorities. They made their assignment more important than my assignment. God can regret giving you the opportunity in the first place. It's the first thing. Watch this. But I need you to know something. When you fail to complete the assignment, when you fail to fulfill that commitment that you made, that thing you said you was going to do and you don't do it, it's not just impacting you. It's impacting other people. And especially if you're in the kingdom of God, because we in the kingdom of God are all jointly hooked up together. Watch this. Saul doesn't fulfill the assignment. God regrets that he made him. But look how it now impacts Samuel. Samuel is up all night long crying out to God because Saul didn't do what he was supposed to do. He's now impacted Samuel's sleep. He's impacted Samuel's time before the Lord. He's impacted Samuel's life. And Samuel had hopes that Saul would do right. Saul didn't do right. He didn't finish the assignment. So now he's impacted him. But watch this. It doesn't stop there because it just keeps going on. So Samuel rose early in the morning. Went to go meet Saul, and it was told to Samuel, saying, Saul went to Carmel. And indeed, he has set up a monument for himself. Look at it, another consequence. You think you're more than you are. Samuel thinks he's more than he is. He forgot that God said, I'm going to do the destroying. He forgot that. Now he thinks it's all about him. He's created a monument to himself. So everybody said, oh, look at Saul. Look what Saul did. Look at Saul. So now they want to worship Saul. One of the consequences of not completing the assignment of God is you get confused as to who is God. Now Saul wants to be worshipped as God. He, want, he puts a monument up because he wants everybody to worship him. So you, you lose your way. And watch this. And the enemy uses the subtlety of our disobedience because partial obedience is disobedience. And so the enemy uses that to subtly slip in and drift you and pull you away from true focus. Now Saul's lost his focus. He thinks it's all about him. And watch this. As they go out and he's created this monument of himself, he's gone around, passed all around, he passed all the way down, went down to Gilgal. Then verse 13, then Samuel went to Saul. Watch this. So here comes Samuel. Saul sees him coming. Here's another consequence. Saul said to him, blessed are you of the Lord. I have performed the commandment of the Lord. Lion. If you look at this, and just, I mean, I know this is, this is biblical, and sometimes we think that there ain't no humor in, in the Bible. This is humorous to me. I can almost hear a Christian saying, how you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. It's a wonderful day. God is great. I did everything God told me to do. You're lying. He's lying. So you did not do what God told you to do. You have not finished the assignment, Saul. And yet, watch this, here's a consequence of not finishing the assignment. One, you start lying to other people. Two, you lie to yourself. And sometimes you think you finished the assignment, and then you're like, you know, did I really finish? Did I finish it or not? You don't even know because you start, see, once you start lying, you got to keep lying. And you lie to other folks, and they say, oh, did you, did you ever do it? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm done. I've got that finished. I, oh, I lost 10 pounds. Then say I gained 15 back. Well, I, I, I've got it. He's lying. Watch, and he's lying to the man of God. But guess what? When you have devalued the assignment of God, lying to the man of God is easy. Y'all still here? So he's lying. He says, I did everything. 
Did it all. I'm finished. Finish the assignment. So watch this. So Saul, Samuel says to Saul, hold up, dog. This, this is my version. Hold up, dog. What's that? What's that I hear? I hear some sheep bleeding and some oxen lowing. What, what is all of that? What's this following you on your way back from the Amalekite slaughter? Where did all these sheep come from? Where did all these oxen come from? Watch this. One of the consequences of not completing the assignment of God is God will expose you. You can't hide it. And so, I like to say it this way, your unfinished assignment will bleat and it will low and it will make noise and other folk will realize because God will expose the fact that you did not do what I asked you to do. You did not complete the assignment. I just stopped by today to encourage us. We need to complete the assignment. We need to finish what we said we was going to do. Because there are consequences to not finishing him. There are consequences to the kingdom when you don't do what God has asked you to do. There are other people being impacted by what you're not doing. Y'all hear what I'm saying? I mean, it's simple things. When you won't pay off your debt, then you get further in. Something else happened. Now you got to go borrow from somebody. You impacting them. (laughs) You don't take care of your health. Now somebody got to visit you in the hospital. They got to take a day off from work and take you to the doctor. Well, if you had stopped eating all them chitlins and all that bad food, you wouldn't have to come get you. Y'all hear what I'm saying? I'm trying to make it plain. I'm trying to just make it understandable so we can really grab hold of it. Because there's consequences to us not fulfilling what God called us to do. If God told you to do something, do it. Finish the assignment. Don't just park and make yourself more valuable than God. No, finish what he asked you to do. He doesn't stop. He, he's lying to, 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 to Samuel. Listen to this. He said, I, I performed all of what the Lord's commandment. But Samuel said, what's the bleeding of the sheep and the lowing of the oxen that I hear? Listen to Saul, verse 15. Saul said, they, them, them other folks, they, they did it. They brought them from the Amalekites for the people. The people, they, the people didn't spare the best of the sheep and the oxen and and, and they did it, um, um, Samuel. Um, they did it because they want to sacrifice it to, the, to, your God, to your God. And the rest, we, we utterly, we did, we did utterly destroy the rest. But we was going to get this to God. To your God, Samuel. See, here's another consequence that we see right here in the text. You start blaming other people for what you didn't do. Saul, newsflash, you're the king. You can't blame the people, Saul. You're the leader. You can't say the people did it, but Saul, the people did it. It was them. It was them. Just like Adam in the garden. Adam, what is this that you've done? It was that woman you gave me, Lord. She did it. It was her. It was her. And then the Lord said to the woman, what did you do? She pointed to the serpent. It was a serpent. So nobody want to take the, take the blame for what they've done. One of the consequences of not fulfilling, not completing the assignment is you start blaming other people for what is not getting done. Don't blame other folks for what's not getting done. If God gave it to you to do, guess what? He gave you the resources to do it. He's going to give you the grace to do it. He's going to give you the ability to do it. He's going to give you the time to do it. He's going to give you the wisdom to do it. He's going to put the people in the place to help you get it done. He'll get it done because it's not your assignment. It's his. Saul starts blaming other folks, and he's still lying. 
He blaming them and, and pointing the finger at them and saying they, they the ones that did it. And then he says, what, what, what happened was we was going to offer it later as a sacrifice to your God, Samuel. Wait a minute. Didn't you hear the assignment at the beginning, Saul? The assignment at the beginning was this was a harem. This was a holy sacrifice to God in the land of Amalekites. God did not ask you to drag them back to Judah for some later on sacrifice. No. So you lying. You just lying. He said, and this, this is part of the consequences. When we don't do what we're supposed to do, we just make, be making up stuff. Well, I got, I got a condition. Well, um, you know what? What had happened was I went down to the bank, and um, I didn't know that they closed at 5 o'clock. So it was like 5.05 when I got there. And then I was going to go back another day. That was six months ago, but I ain't made it there yet because this job. I'm talking to anybody yet? And I, I was going to start my diet on the 26th of December, but we had all that cake left over. And then my cousin brought a big old thing of ice cream, and I didn't want to just throw the ice cream out. That would be wasting food, and there's hungry people in China. And so I, I ate it, and I ate all of it, and... I'm a, but January 1st, January 1st. Next decade, next decade. Because this is what they're doing. They're saying we're going to do this, we're going to do this later. So, you got, so, so part of the consequences of, of not completing the assignment is that you keep pushing it off and, making, and saying you have plans to do it later. That's what they're saying. Basically, we was going to do this later. I know you told us to sacrifice it now, but we was going to do it later. And so that's why we haven't finished assignments because we keep pushing it off to later and later and later and later. And later never comes. And here we are three days before the end of another decade, and we still haven't done it. It's still like it was. And we're guilty. That's all we can say. I'm guilty. But I want to encourage you to finish the assignment. Just keeps complaining. And, and, and if you keep reading this text, what you're going to find, Saul keeps on lying. I mean, he, he carried that thing all the way to the end. Like, he just keeps lying. And, and, and Samuel keeps challenging him. Like, Man, nah, for real, dog. I mean, really, really, I did it. Then he finally gets way down the test. He finally says, oh, I sinned. Yeah, I didn't really finish the assignment. I didn't really do what God told me to do. I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm guilty. I finally guilty. And so here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to get so far down in the chapter that you got to wait till the next 10 years before you admit that you're guilty. How about just admitting and acknowledging today I didn't finish the assignment. And instead of taking a page out of Saul's book, take a page out of the book of Jesus. Because Jesus was given an assignment. Jesus, I need you to go and offer yourself as a sacrifice for my people. Um, I need you, Jesus, to go. And so Jesus heard the assignment of God, and he 
walked through 42 generations until such time that the appointed time was near and he came into the world, took off his royal clothes, made himself of no reputation and was born of a virgin and such uh, a poor state that when he was born, he was placed in a manger, which is the equivalent of a feeding trough because he had an assignment to do and he heard the assignment. So the assignment, Jesus, is when you go into the world, I want you to represent me. I want you to go and heal the sick and raise the dead. And so Jesus was on assignment as he walked through Jerusalem, healing the sick and raising the dead. Jesus, I need you to walk in the world and fulfill the law because the law cannot be fulfilled by mankind. So Jesus, I need you to go and fulfill the law. And so for 33 years, Jesus fulfilled the law. He never devalued the assignment. He never decided that my will is more important than my daddy's will. In fact, every turn of the way, he always reminded his disciples that I did not come to do my will. I did not come to do what felt good to me. I did not come to satisfy my desires, but rather I came to satisfy the will of my father. I'm on assignment here. As a matter of fact, there were times when they wanted him to hurry himself along, but he says, no, I can't hurry what God has given me assignment to do. I can only do what God gave me to do and what he gave me to do. There's an appointed time for it. And so I cannot allow them to bring me to a point of being beaten and whipping until the appointed time. Lord, help me. And so he stayed on assignment even until they took him to the Garden of Gethsemane and he bowed himself in the Garden of Gethsemane and he prayed because he was on assignment from God and he didn't devalue the assignment but even in the Garden of Gethsemane he prayed and he said, Father uh, if it's possible let this cup pass from me but I didn't come to do my will I, I didn't come to be on my assignment I didn't come to make my name great I came to do what you told me to do I came to finish the assignment and while he went forward to finish the assignment Lord help me because part of his assignment was that he would be bruised and rejected he would take the stripes that his stripes might bring healing Lord I'm feel like preaching now uh, he would be bruised and rejected he would be cast aside and so he was on assignment from God and he let his creation crucify him and nail him to a borrow tomb and put him in the grave and bleed and suffer because he was on assignment while he was up on the cross he could have come down but he didn't come down because he was on assignment from the father and he bled on the cross and he suffered on the cross until he got to the point where he said it is finished I finished what you told me to do I finished paying for sins of men, women, boys and girls I finished shedding enough blood I finished being made a mockery I finished 
carrying the sin of man it is finished I'm finished my assignment and so they took him down from the cross put him down in a tomb on the third day he got up with all power in his hands yeah yeah he got up and he ascended to the father sat down you don't sit down till you finish but he sat down on the right hand of God and even now he's making intercession for you and for me cause he finished his assignment talk to somebody your assignment might be tough your assignment might be painful your assignment might take you all the way back to Calvary but finish what God gave you to do finish 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 the assignment Father in heaven, we thank you for your grace and your love. Thank you for finishing the work on Calvary for us. For if you had not finished your assignment, we would all be lost. There will be no hope for tomorrow. There will be no expectation of redemption. But because you finished your work, we can now finish ours. Father, somebody today may be still on the edge. They heard you years ago when you called them and said, give me your life. But for one reason or another, God, they've devalued that assignment. And they've been living for themselves. Today, God, I'm praying that they would surrender to you. That they would give their heart to you. That they would give their life to you. Draw them, God. Only you can do it. Father, someone here today may be hurting, desperately broken. Father, give them grace finish the assignment draw men, women, boys and girls to yourself today you said if I be lifted up I'll draw all men unto you draw down God the lost the hopeless, the helpless the broken draw them to yourself have your way in this time of invitation, God, have your way. Let my brother, let my sister, let them finish what you've called them to today. In the name of Jesus, who is the Christ, I pray with thanksgiving. 
people of God said together, amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in Kingdom Building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title or broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together and we invite you to join us for one of our Spirit-filled worship services Sundays at 8 a.m. or 11 a.m. at our new edifice called the Legacy Center located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301-627-9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence.